Hi, you're listening to Chill Conversations with Anka. And today I'm here with Kobe. Hi, Kobe. Hi, Anka. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, as you know, my name is Kobe. Um, I sing, I rap, I engineer, I produce. I don't produce. Like, I, it's a little bit. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm an artist and I just love making music and expressing myself through the words that I use. Well, I think that's beautiful because I think we should let the listeners know we met actually at an event and you introduced yeah. me on the stage for the first time <laughs> when I performed <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. my poem. Yeah. So um, it's a real pleasure to have you here today with me. And no, uh, tell us a little bit about your journey, like how you started doing music. We had the chat just now, so tell us yeah. what happened. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, no, like, so my journey with music is a interesting one. Um. I was actually a singer. I, I was a singer first, but I'm predominantly rap now. But from a young age, I could sing. And um, yeah, I used to sing in the carpet in school. I used to sing in front of my class, all of that stuff. And then um, when I got to secondary school, I stopped singing because it wasn't cool. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, boys, boys don't sing, do you know what I mean, type thing. And I started rapping because I wanted to rap like everyone else. But I was bad. I wasn't good. <laughs> I used to take other people's reps. I used to take other people's reps and pretend they were mine to try and make it sound better, but it was bad. So um, I never took it seriously until I got to like 16 years old. I said, okay, I want to try and make real music and stuff. And around that age, I think I was going into sixth form. And my parents were like, no, you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, an engineer. That's what you're doing. (laughs) You're not doing music. So I remember there was no support. So I, I went to a school that was a music school. That's That was my choice for sixth form because they had studios in their school. I was like, okay, I can study like maths, English, math, science, chemistry. And then I can, in my free time, use the studios in the school. I got to the school. I couldn't use the studios in the school. <laughs> I mean, I, we appreciate the idea. I personally appreciate it. But... You know? I used them. I was like, oh, well, why did I come here? <laughs> so I started getting a job. I got a job. I started working to like make money, to like buy like a laptop, buy speakers and stuff. I start just trying to figure it out, just figure it out. So like my musical journey is just me kind of trying to figure stuff out and like learn. I feel like I've always felt like back then I had something to prove. And I felt like I had to prove to my parents I was serious about it and prove that. I could do I could do the academic stuff and still do the music stuff and it would be fine. Mm. Um, so I went to uni and even when I went to uni, I purposely went to a uni where I was like, oh, this is like where I could do most of my music. Like I didn't pick the best uni because of my degree. So the story repeated itself with the yeah. studios. <laughs> so at my uni, but no, no, but it was different. So I put like this time I said I put I didn't pick the uni for um yeah basically yeah, the story did kind of repeat itself yeah but this time I was doing my degree so I, I did the degree there I did the mechanical engineering but I was also going to every open mic and every event and every like any chance I could to kind of tell people hey I'm in music check me out check me out check me out so um that I think that's around the time when it became more serious because that's when I started to notice people were actually listening I remember I released like my first proper song then and um, I remember doing a whole show and event like I organized an event and 
people sang my lyrics back to me and I remember that first time and I, I cried I cried because it was like wow like some of these people I don't know personally like I just know them through the university like through campus but they're not like my friends they've actually come come to this show this let's say there's about 30 of them it wasn't huge it was like 30 maybe 40 max and like I still have the video to this day on my phone somewhere where I can hear them singing one of my old songs. It was called Nonchalant. And yeah, I remember I cried so much. I remember the day after I was going back to London because I, I went to uni in Leicester. I was going back to London on the train and I'd watch the video and every time I'd watch it, I'd just cry. And I'll call my mum. My called me. She's like, are you all right? I'm like, I'm not sleeping. She's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I'm so happy. <laughs> and um, yeah. So when it comes to music, I love performing. I love feeling like I can connect with people. I love um, in that, that interaction and that connection. Like when I'm writing, it's for myself. And then for it to kind of transcend and be bigger than me to a degree and like reach other people in whatever capacity, that's everything. I think that's beautiful because even you admitting you're crying when, when you hear these kind of things. It's still beautiful because people don't no. don't admit they have emotions these days. No, it's the big it's the biggest thing for me. Like I'm even getting a bit abuse what's talking about. It's the biggest thing for me. Like performing is my favorite part of music. It's my favorite part of creating because everything you've worked on comes together in that moment, you know? Like the the time you spent writing it, the time you spent producing it, the time you spent figuring it out. Because before I perform, I like to visualize everything. I like to, like it seems like I'm so free on the stage, but yeah. for two weeks I've been stressing out in my head. Like, oh, then I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna do it. That is crazy. And then um, it's like everything just comes together, and then it becomes its own thing. Because especially when the crowd is involved in the song sometimes the chorus becomes longer sometimes the energy because if you're using a band the energy of the song changes mm. and it just everything just it becomes its own thing in that space and yeah it's my favorite thing to do well the first time i saw you I, I must admit i enjoyed it a lot because you were picking random songs and we never yeah. knew what you're starting with <laughs> but that was the beauty of it because yeah. even though they were different you just kept the vibe and every time we would think like I remember my friend was next to me and she was like what do you think is next and I said I don't know and then you came with the Drake song and we just started at the table <laughs> we were failing it so I think it's just beautiful you you should never stop doing it thank you thank you yeah thank you yeah that that's the so that's when I started hosting I don't really normally host um so when you met me I was hosting for that event and um they've been asking me to host every now and then and I just used that as an opportunity to practice my singing because I mm -hmm. haven't been singing properly for a long time so I said oh if I have to sing in front of so many people I have to practice it so I don't feel embarrassed do you know what I mean exactly so that's what I've been using the hosting for like and so I've been trying to learn all these other songs so I can sing them but I can never remember the lyrics but yeah that's that's um that's what I've been using hosting for just to kind of work on my singing so that when it goes back to my songs and writing and recording it's better well it was a good mashup <laughs> thank you thank you very much <laughs> what would you say is the biggest challenge obviously we all know the parents challenge where they want mm. you to do something I must admit I was lucky in that department because they never forced me to do anything I was kind of a I like to call myself a free spirit as you know <laughs> no, no, no that's good that's good 
We need more yeah. people actually. Um, oh, well, we're trying, but it's hard to get up, you know. <laughs> um, my biggest challenge. I think my biggest challenge, because I did a, I actually did a performance and I talked about it. My biggest challenge, and I, I think we talked about it earlier, is balance. Um, mm. I struggle to know, like, have that balance. I struggle to know when I'm working. I struggle to acknowledge when I'm working hard enough because I never think I am. And then as a result, then I end up procrastinating or doing something else or wasting my time a lot more. So it's like finding the balance of relaxation and living in the moment and not missing the things that are happening around me whilst also having tunnel vision and trying to make everything happen and make everything work. So that's kind of like the biggest challenge for me right now is like tunnel vision focusing, working on everything I need to work on, but also the balance of accepting and living life. Do you know what I mean? I, I know. And funny enough, it was the same issue that I was discussing with my previous guest, with Rago. And I oh, think yeah. it's exactly yeah. a week ago when he was telling me the same, like, I want to enjoy my time. And it's, it's the same for me. But it's like something nagging you that you haven't done enough. Exactly. You haven't done this, you haven't done exactly. that. Maybe, maybe it's not just us. I think it's it's just the mentality these days that no matter how much work you put in, you still haven't done enough. Because I feel like, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think we measure our, our efforts based on results. And sometimes the effort is enough. But it's, exactly. hard to, it's, it's hard to acknowledge that sometimes when we live in a world that cares about results, people like, like social media is about what are you showing us that you've done? What have you done? Like, no one really cares about, okay, you're working. If anything, if, okay, you're working, that's great. But working towards what? what what was the end result so I feel like that's in our head what's the result and so we put in so much effort and results don't always come immediately and so because we don't see them we almost this like neglect or like don't respect the amount of effort we put in I think that's probably what it is it is and it's a pity because we live in like you said with social media we live in these times where the attention spam is so so short because of all the reels all the tiktoks people mm. don't really pay attention even if you have like a minute song a three minute song like usual songs i've seen the times have cutting have been yeah, cutting yeah, down yeah. like two minute song and i'm like i just started enjoying the song why are you finishing it now <laughs> already yeah it happened they want to play it again recently. they want you to play it again and it's really strange. I think um, I will send you the song. It's a Nigerian artist. And he's done the song in such way that if you keep it on repeat, it feels like it never ends. It ends. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's clever. But then do I want to hear you on repeat? <laughs> like, you have those questions as well. <laughs> so it's, it's a struggle. We shouldn't be hard on ourselves because... It's something special that we do, even you with music, and you write your own music, you write everything. So mm-hmm. you're really talented. You shouldn't you. be so hard on yourself and so judgmental because we are judgmental. Yeah, yeah. And being judgmental, especially in the creative process, is exactly how you just destroy the whole process. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, kind of like you said, being like being a free spirit when you're creative, that's the time to be free. That's the time to just 
let it be wherever it is, wherever it's going to be, let it be. Because my, my friends asked me the other day, like, aren't you afraid to go and just, because obviously poems and even your songs, they are quite personal, they are your feelings mm-hmm. and the way you process life. And they were like, aren't you scared to just go and expose what you're feeling out there? And sometimes I'm questioning myself as well. And I'm like, do I, do I really want to do that? Like be so mm-hmm. raw? But then mm-hmm. people don't even perceive you like you think they would. So we judge ourselves much more harsher than That's anybody people, would. Yeah, 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 no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I've had, I've, I've, I had that a lot. So when I'm, before I start, so obviously I work a nine to five. Before I started mm-hmm. working this nine to five, I tried to do music full time. I remember when I finished uni, I said to my parents, I'm done. I'm not going back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going back. I want to do music full time. That's what I'm doing. So I tried to do music full time um, and I had like a very, very part time job. Like it was only on the weekends as a delivery driver. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was working music full time and then doing work as a delivery driver. And um, it was going OK. This was before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened was I, m- I remember I released the EP this was when um, I had a different name. So before I was Kobe, I had a stage name called Ayo. And I released an EP called Freshest Flu. I'd done a listening party. I'd done an event. I'd performed at the O2 Arena um, for a little challenge. Yeah, it was things were going good. Like, there was things happening, but, 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 and it was going great. Then, obviously, the pandemic happened, and everything slowed all the way down. And yeah. my team around me kind of collapsed. And the whole time, throughout the whole of this time, the only thing that was kind of keep going on was the delivery job. Like I was still kind of doing deliveries. And um, I noticed people were still kind of managing to get by and like progress. Well, I felt like I was not progressing. I felt like I'm just doing this music stuff. Nothing's happening anymore. And I'm just throwing boxes at people's houses. Like I was doing deliveries, isn't it? And my perception of myself was so much worse than what I felt other people would see me as. And so I felt almost ashamed to be on social media because it's like, I've got nothing to post. I don't have no music to post. I'm just delivering boxes. I used to think, look at that, I'm a a postman. That's what I used to call myself. I was like, I'm a postman. I don't want to be a postman. (laughs) And it's like, but like you said, the, the internal monologue is sometimes a lot worse than what other people are thinking or saying. Some people don't even really care. That's the worst part. Like people don't really yeah. care. Your th- that narrative is in your head, and it used to make me feel so shit. But quite frankly, it used to make me feel so bad. So, yeah, yeah, I fully understand the whole having of like your internal monologue being worse than what you think it is, and being expressive and open and honest about yourself. Because if you don't, it just kind of eats you up, you know. That's true, that's true, but is i I feel bad to blame it all the time on the society, but like you said, everybody's looking at your results, nobody's seeing the struggle, and I was talking with uh, we went to for the first time, I took the kids to a basketball game, and I had this argument with with my friend, not a real argument, but you know different opinions yeah, do, yeah, yeah. why didn't you want to take pictures with the with the basketballers? I said because I'm not there like. I don't see them like an idol, like, oh, my God, I need to take a picture with you. It's nice if 
it would happen, but not for me to ask. And she was like, yeah, because you're too proud. And I said, no, because they've done something to get there, but I'm doing my own things to get where I am. So at the end of the day, they should be asking to take a picture with me as well. Like you never know, isn't it? You never know the struggle. And just because someone got where they are, doesn't mean you didn't do the same. We are just on different levels. And it's it's amazing to see people how easy they fall into this appreciation for something. I mean, they are good at sports, fair enough, but that's a lot of genetics and gym, isn't it? <laughs> like that that's how I see it. But then when you have and they have determination. I'm not I'm not saying they don't. They are doing their own thing, we are doing our own. But I don't feel like we should put each other down just because we are not where other people are because that's not our part no you're do you know what you said i felt what you kind of said that i really liked was people are in like people look at the results so and let's let's put this in a creative sense um for me you like you know be like drake might release a new song or stormzy or whatever artist might release a new song and everyone's gonna clamor to you know talk about it promote it when, like they see Stormzy on the road taking a picture, blah blah blah, and, and like you said, I'm not taking away from what Stormzy has done. He has worked hard, but like yeah. he said, I'm doing the same thing. I'm lit- the same thing that he's done and is doing. I'm doing the exact same thing. The only difference between me and him is the level, like you said, the level and the results. My results, you haven't seen them yet, but you exactly. Like, so and and people and people neglect the results. People. And it's true, people only want to jump on something or encourage something or praise something or be part of something. When, when it's already it. up. Yeah, when it's already there. Yeah, when they've seen it. But we're doing the same. The only difference between me and him is that he's he's, he's seen his results sooner. The fruits of his labor, have he can see, you know, he's watering the God, the fruits of his labor. Now he's seen it. But I'm still doing the same thing. We're both doing the same planting. We're both doing the same work. Do you know what I mean? So I like what you said there. Like at the end of the you day. You never know, both, like. In, in my opinion, you may you may have it even harder than him because he has a team next to him. Yeah. You don't have anyone. Yeah. It's the same with me. Like, okay, I'm raising the kids on my own. I'm doing my studies. I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. Like, who are they for me to bow my head? I have an mm-hmm. issue with bowing mm-hmm. my head in front of people. So it, it's strange where we give uh, flowers to the ones who are already up, but our friends and people that we should care about, who we see struggle and we see them putting mm-hmm. the work in. We don't appreciate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's true. It's true. That's that's key because I, I I relate to that. I relate to that on so many levels. I relate that to that as well. In the in the opposite sense of what you've said, I remember growing up, I had a cousin or from like like a relative that really loved lifestyle, really loved the results, like you like we're talking about. And so he used to do certain things that were not maybe legal. Let's just say yeah. he used to get he used to do certain things. And I remember I I remember his mum telling me, "Oh, look out for him, you know, like make sure he doesn't get into that too that trouble." What I used to find was difficult was he liked me, cool, and we'd get along. But if I, I was like on this, let's say I was on the I wasn't perfect, but I was more on the straight and narrow than him. So if I said to him, oh, you know, like, how about you stop doing this? Let's like, move like this. I could notice he wasn't as willing to hear me out because 
what do we, like most people feel like what do we work for what, what are you doing everything for it's for the end result but if he's found a shortcut to the end result anyway why is he going to listen to me do you know what I'm saying exactly like and so and, and that that like leads back into that the mentality you was talking about like people just see the results and they neglect what necessarily you might have gotten you what actually makes up the results I kind of say it's your contribution to the world that rewards you you know it's about becoming it's living through your contributions your talents your arts and then success and everything else comes with it but people forget that and kind of just go for the success and the money thing all of these things instead um yeah it's interesting it's a funny thing it's a funny it's a funny thing but now because we spoke about your music would you like to introduce um your first song okay my first song i like how you go up that's it <laughs> my first song hi guys you are listening to Kobe and Anka and we are just about to introduce my next song which is Gear 2 um, this song means a lot to me because this song is about me saying I did it like it's me celebrating all the hard work like we were just talking about all the hard work mm-hmm. that's all come together and to say I did it and it's me speaking in the future tense because I haven't done it yet mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you I did it. It. That. but i did it i did it you did it up to now yeah so yeah man get to you Man, I had to drive, put myself in gear, had to work the shifts, had to find my time. Ain't no skating here, then man work with tricks, had to find my grind. Had to face my fears, had to get to grips, had to try to fight. With my dark sides feeling like here, nobody loves me, but they all trying to cuff me. Still, I'm trying to make a midi in the city when they all want to rob me. Horse or robbery, but these niggas be busy trying to rush me. Wait, like nobody touched me, cause I got a short fuse. I'm a ticking time bomb and I'm due to go blow in this country. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, tell me what I'm supposed to do. Are the niggas playing checkers? What I figure out the closest moves to a check. Yes, never knew this is chess. I got too much to prove. Ah, uh, damn right, they can't stop me. Nah, they ain't know what I'm on. If it's on, then it's on. Ain't no one can off me. Look, ask about me. I. Now we celebrate with a rum, I can never be under a low wind spirits. Poppy champagne for the pain from my brothers, I was slain, let them know that I did it. I put this on my life, man. Them other brothers could do it, know that I can. You know there's always something cooking in the fry pan. You know I'm whipping in the kitchen, all these lines, man. Ah! No, I never saw drugs, pushing these lines, yeah, that was my grind. Used to do tours, round ends on the bus, now the bus tours are nationwide. Uh, yeah, nigga, that's us. Hotel deeds, cause the female's fine. After I beat, yeah, she called me the plug. No, it's not food if it's for one night. I must say, first time when I heard the song, and you see I'm seeing it on record, I was drinking mm-hmm. my coffee in the kitchen this morning and I was grooving on it. So yeah. <laughs> I felt your, your pride that you did it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So what would you say um, successful means to you? When would you say, yes, I, I've, I've done it, I've fully done it? Mm. It's a tough one. Um, I can see. When I'm talking to you, I'm looking at my vision board. I have a vision board here. 
I was and just about to ask if you have one. <laughs> for, yeah, it's right here. I don't know if you can see it. Okay. Yes. It's I an interesting see. one. It it's is. An interesting one. My vision board is not just like a vision board, it's also like a mood board. Like it's a mixture. It's like, it's not just like all the things I want to achieve this year. It's like all the things I kind of want to be overall and it encapsulates me as a man in general and then my goals are scattered across it at the same time um what does success mean to me success means to me in general being everything I can be um I feel like the things I want and my desires in life are unique to me and they will never be the same as everyone else's like there may be similarities, but then how I might want to do it and achieve it might be different. And so I feel like when people ask like, what's the meaning of life or why are we here? I feel like we're here to be everything we can be and that's it. Like to live our life through our desires. And I don't mean that in the in the like um, vice type of way. I mean it in terms of the dreams and wishes we've all, I've always had that maybe we don't always pursue. That that's That's you, that's who you are. So success means to me when I can look and say I'm literally everything I've ever always wanted to be um that's in a more abstract sense but I guess if I was to be a bit more like but that is literally it like I just want to be everything I want to be I don't know how else to kind of put it you know like I want to the reason I the reason I, I make music is because it's my expression I want to perform the best I can ever perform I want to make songs that are that have meaning but are catchy. I want people to like vibe to the song, but also listen to it and be like, oh, he's really he's saying some stuff. You know? <laughs> like, saying something. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I want that. I want um and I want everything that comes with that, you know. Like who doesn't? Who doesn't want to be recognized for their effort and you know, but bare minimum, the bare minimum is I want to be able to do that. So if my music was to never go anywhere, God forbid. But if my music was to never go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I want it to go somewhere. I do, but if it was never course, to go, it it will go somewhere. We we don't think bad things. If it was never to go anywhere, I don't think I'd stop because I just want to be able to continue to just make that and the it's it's everything to me. With like, yeah, I don't know. Like success is just be everything I want to be. I want to draw. I want to be strong. Like physically, I want to do like backflips and stuff. Like, I want to be like a ninja. I want to learn how to, like, fix cars and code and stuff. I want to, like, do so many different things. I want to learn my language. I want to embrace my culture and, like, share it with people in a way that's maybe not commonly shared. Because, um, like, my cultural identity is really important to me. That's, that's even why I changed my name. I used to be Ayo, and I changed my name to Kobe, which is pronounced Kalbi. And, um... I did that because I wanted my cultural identity to be in my music. I wanted people to know where I'm from and I wanted to represent that more and more. And I want to play piano. I, I teach myself piano. I play it. I do play it. I'm not I'm not phenomenal, but I can play songs, you know, I can do that. Um, yeah, that's success. Success to me is being everything you want to be. I think that's beautiful. 
And you having the drive to do so many things only says that you don't take no for an answer. No, so welcome to the team. No, I don't. <laughs> we don't know how to stop. <laughs> like, if anything, I was actually saying it to someone the other day. I should have quit by now. <laughs> I said I should That's have quit. Myself, if I was any weaker, I would have said, like, no, "Man, I had enough. Thank you." Like I've had enough. I should have quit by now, but I can't. I can't. I can't. I actually, I, I can't. Like I used to say at uni when I was in university. This is like eight years ago. I used to say, "If I don't, if things don't work out by the time I graduate, I'm done." And by the time I graduated, they hadn't worked out. I wasn't done. Exactly. Like, you know, when everything was going great, I was like, oh, things don't work out. Then the pandemic hit. I was like, oh, I should just quit. Like, what's the point? There's no point. I didn't quit. I, quit. I still, I can't, I can't. Like, it's like when I go gym, when it, there's periods when I stop going gym. And then I just end up going back there. I'm an addict. I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. I can't stop making music. I can't stop working out or trying to work out. I can't stop. It's, it's in me. So that even on one of my um, one of the things on my vision board is there's a like anime. There's I love anime and manga. There's a manga panel about um one of my favorite characters from One Piece and his little brother. And he's saying, "Listen to me. We have to live our lives so we don't have any regrets." And I know that if I was to get to like 40, 50, 60, 70, whatever age I get to, and look back and I didn't know that I tried my hardest, I would be I would hate it. So yeah, can't remember what the question was or what the point was, but yeah, I don't give up. That's what it is. I I can't. I don't know how to. I can't. Even I can't. But I think you you have the right attitude to succeed. <laughs> That's the matter. When success comes, we are here for it. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So would you say it would be um, from a musical point of view? Because now yes. I know you want to draw. So they are, we're not going into that. <laughs> No, I'm not roasting no, you with throwing it. No, I'm not good at it. So let's not even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, who would you say is an influence to you? Or you growing up, what were you listening to? Influences are wide. Um, growing up, oddly enough, and it sounds weird, I wasn't really into music like that. I didn't have like a big fan. In the car, I would hear um, Ibo High Life. My parents play like old school Nigerian Ibo music. Um, um, like uh, there's stuff, there's something called Sonny Bobo, and there's another one called um, Oh, where Joanna? Joanna, oh, where Joanna? And there's different songs in it. I don't remember what they're called in it, but there's just songs that I, I can remember. Old school high life. Um, you don't bash my car, or you bore it. There's stuff like that. Then there's um, you know, whatever was on the radio, whatever was on the radio. So like, songs that stand out to me is like Sean Paul, or is it Sean Kingston? You're way too beautiful, girl. That's why I did. I think I sang that at the thing, yeah. And yes. um, like, sh- it wasn't me. Just things, just things. I wasn't really into music when I was a child. Um, I've got. What made me start rapping was um, Crepton Conan. It was just a little game with my friends, and they were um, we were trying to make smart lines, like smart punch lines, just like the rappers Crepton Conan. I was like, I'm kind of good at this, you know. Maybe maybe I should try to do it a bit more. 
And so then my first early influences to like rap music was like Tupac, Eminem, Biggie, Nas. Uh, what else was I listening to back then? A lot of Nas. Um, I can't remember. But let's say, yeah, Eminem, Tupac, Biggie, Nas, those type of people, that era. And then um, over time, I've grown. I didn't really like Afrobeats when I was younger. But then as I became older and went to my uni- the university, I went to influence me a lot. I said, and I started to like, really love Afrobeats, like really kind of take it in. And so I'd find ways to kind of incorporate that into my music a little bit as well. Because like I said, I want to present my culture. It, that's part of who I am, my cultural identity into it as well. So my influences are wide. Um, I love rap, I love R&B, and I love Afrobeats. And, oh, and I love jazz. I've recently grown a huge appreciation because Afrobeats in itself is jazz. Do you know what I mean? When you think of Fela Kuti, when you think of the Hatibu yeah. High Life, the, the, the instrumentation. So there's two groups that I listen to a lot. The Cavemen, I was actually at a concert with them. They're in a new school Ibo High Life band and they like, it's real instruments and the way they sing is of that style and there's a band called Kokoroko um they make like jazz African inspired music it's just instrumentals and it's amazing so yeah that's the that's those are my influences it's it's a very interesting mixture isn't it of of everything a bit of everything yeah but I think that that's nice because you're not just stuck in one in one niche so mm. therefore even what you create it's it's appealing to too you'd many think that, right you'd think that but what the one problem i've had the number one problem i've had ever since i've made music is that they can't they can't box me and it's almost like the industry wants to be able to say you make this kind of music so we can push you like this but i might make a song that's like singing then i make a song that's really rapping then i might make a song that's really chill then i might make a song that's and so then it's like or then I might make a song that's more African, like Afro vibes. Then I might make a song that's, and it's like, okay, but what, where do we place you? Like, I've had that issue, like, yeah, you're talented, you've got a wider range, but where do we put you? Because if we put you here, you don't fit in there and you don't fit in there. So my journey recently has been trying to find a way to blend all my influences a bit more cohesively. Still have them there, but rather than go into different places so rather than oh when I'm making Afro it's more like Afro when I'm singing it's more like find a way that it all kind of becomes its own thing through me I feel your pain because that's what I was told about my CV when I went for jobs they were like Anka you're too spread you don't fit in that's terrible I think I think you just have to go with with what you feel isn't it like I like your rapping but I think you you hit the spot when you had even the um, even the Drake song because you don't sing it like like Drake. Mm, mm, so mm. you did everything your own way, and I think that's that's the key probably. Yeah, exactly. That that I think that's exactly it, and I think it's just about finding, like we have so many influences, and it's finding yourself within those influences because at the end of the day, you and I can listen to the same song. But what you like about that song and what I like about the song might not be the exact same thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And what you're listening to and what I'm listening to might be subtly different. And so when we come away from those influences, what you might 
make being inspired from that and what I make being inspired from that is never going to be the same thing. And so it's kind of finding what those things are that I love about those things I love and creating, finding myself in it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I think you will. I think you will. It's a work in process, but I think you will because it it all comes from within when you just don't listen to whatever is said and all the opinions around you and when you just sit down and write. But speaking about sitting down and writing, how do you do that? Do you have to create a certain mood or inspiration just hits? Um, I I have a bit of a process. I don't believe in waiting for inspiration. I believe you got to look for it, even when it's difficult and it hurts and it's hard. <laughs> I believe. Okay, so uh, you're the hard worker one. Yeah, like some sometimes, it, sometimes, but the things what I found is, as long as you're always open and looking for it, sometimes it's difficult, sometimes it's not, but it will always come. It will always come. But if you if you wait for it, for in my experience, it may never come. And that's how I found it. I found inspiration rewards those who work. That's what I found. Um, so my process is I'll just I have a time or a period that I say I'm making music at this time and um, I'll go into the studio which is in the room behind mm-hmm. and I'll play maybe some beats I have that's one so that one way is I'll play some beats I have or go on YouTube play some beats that I might like and then I might just you know vibe with it freestyle whatever it is and sometimes I hear something that's how I feel like I hear it in my head and I'm like this is it sometimes I hear nothing and I just try and write whatever it is that comes to me but when I hear it that's best and then I record it I record the idea I might not have any words but I record the kind of idea and then I might listen to the mumble and I'm like oh I can kind of hear something in it and then through the mumble what I like to do is if I can have if I can have the chorus first I have the song but if I don't have the chorus I write a verse and then figure it out later but if I have the chorus it focuses me and I know what I'm writing about because I don't like to write about I don't like to be that's gone I don't like to be everywhere <laughs> so yeah um my one process is I just vibe listen to any beat and just vibe and then take it from there another process is I do piano I practice piano so I don't actually go in trying to write I just kind of do drills practice my skills practice the chords in in different scales and then while I'm doing that I always get distracted because I'll be like oh that and that sounds all right so then I'll do that and that and I'm like okay (laughs) then I'll press the record button and try and put it together and then naturally something will just something always when I do it like that something always comes to mind like and I might just record that and I'll be like this could be an idea for later so and that just came from me practicing piano Sometimes that's boring. <laughs> but so I found or oh, in the shower. <laughs> in the shower. I just you guys it. like the shower. That's where inspiration hits. That's where you sound the best. Yeah, <laughs> the something shower. about the water. There's something about the shower, I don't know. But yeah, so I found so my process is purposeful. I I always go with intention to work on something. If it's not, I'm practicing my vocals, I'm practicing piano or I'm practicing to produce, or I might be watching a video on how to make a certain type of beat and I'm trying to change it and replicate it. Or Mm. I just intentionally just sit down and listen to beats and try to write something. And even when it doesn't feel good, something's coming and something usually always comes. 
That's interesting. So would you like to introduce your second song and tell us sure. how did you write this one? So my second song I'd like to introduce is, oh, which one do I want to introduce? I'll introduce Been A Minute. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, Been A Minute. Oh, no. <laughs> you introduced the second song. <laughs> okay. Um, I would say let's do Lockdown. Okay, I'll introduce Lockdown. We will introduce Lockdown. You're listening to Lockdown by me. This song came from Vibin. I played a beat. I vibed. I had, I remember, I remember I came up with the chorus first, but I didn't, initially I didn't like it. And I remember someone listened to it and said, the song's good, but I don't like the way you started. <laughs> and I'm the best, the best line, isn't it? And, I was like, what? <laughs> and so then I changed that part and it changed everything else. And then I pitched it down from the original pitch. And then, yeah. So that one was just a vibe, heard the beat, wrote it out, and it just kind of came. So that's lockdown. Let's try oh. it. And yeah, it's about bad relationships. You know, people that are trying to hold you down, they need to go. I was seeing the nice part of it. Sorry, my bad. Let's see what people hear. Obsessive. You want my life, extending my sentence. You want to throw away the key, senseless. I don't know my time for you, but you would deny seeing me through. Because you want to throw away the key. You're the only one to ever try and lock me down, down. The only one to ever try and lock me. You're the only one to ever try and lock me down, down. The only one to ever try and lock me. I'm trying to figure you out. Do you really love me? Is there something about? Don't wanna see me up here from wherever without, yeah. I be living without. They say that when I run, won't hold you down, you should drown But I've been feeling a need for breathing, man, I can shout They tell me when I run, won't hold you down, you should drown But I couldn't even single feed into swimming this shit I'm needing to meet me a ruin, so I know I can drown Yeah I know you ain't a ruin, so no way I can drown Yeah Obsessive You want my life, extending my sentence You wanna throw away the key, senseless Extending my sentence You wanna 
Must I add that I've seen the nice part of the of the song? You see, like I'm, I'm the romantic. I've seen the nice part of locking me down. Yeah, 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 yeah. The nice, but no, but that is the nice part. I think for me, the song is I'm coming away from a situation that I was I felt locked down in, and it didn't work. And I, I want to be like, it's a weird thing. Almost like being locked in a relationship can feel liberating when it's love when it's pure so it doesn't yeah. feel like you're locked it doesn't feel like you're trapped and so in the song I talk about uh when a real one holds you down you can drown like you can happily just drown in it you can happily just but then when it's not a real one it feels like you're drowning it's... <laughs> <laughs> a, a different type of drowning yeah. yeah exactly exactly and so yeah that is what the song is about wanting to be in that type of love that is um that you just give yourself to and it doesn't feel painful, it doesn't feel hard, it doesn't feel, it feels right. I think if it's not easy, it's not meant to be. That's true. But then people will say that there are hiccups and I think, yeah, of course there will be hiccups and problems, but I think, yeah, like you said, if it's not fundamentally, fundamentally easy, if it's not, if, if you're always fighting each other and not actually fighting the issues and the problems then yeah I've, I've read a lot about it and uh, I I came across a nice quote where they said it's not um, you and me against each other it's us against yeah, the problem yeah yeah so I think that's beautiful because again I'm coming back to society but these days people don't want the the ride or die I like to say ride or die because for me yeah. it's nobody's dying just to <laughs> <laughs> to make sure but yeah. like i want someone to have my back the way i have their back yes, yeah, so i, I need yeah. to win like you win because otherwise we are now winning we're not going anywhere so it's it's hard to find the right person i'm i keep on looking me and my friend we keep on saying like we are in london millions of people and nothing yes we're our soulmates i hear it i hear it Yes, I have another friend who told me soulmates are just friends. So they are not actually, they are not meant to be yeah. your partners. So there you go. We have soulmates everywhere. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Whichever one works out. So what are your future plans? Tell us about, I don't know, music you want to come up with, events, where can people see you? Yeah, so I'm currently working on a mixtape and an EP. Um I make so much I make so many songs that I just need to start releasing them a bit more, you know? <laughs> like they can't stay in my computer for the rest of my life. So I'm working on a mixtape, which is like summer's around the corner, summer's almost here. And so yeah. I'm working on a mixtape that's just a bit more fun, a bit more of like the ideas that 
I've made like some of the ideas on it might just be some of the songs I made with some of my friends. Oh yeah, that is also a thing that another way I make music. Sometimes some of my friends just come over and we just fuck about. There's alcohol, there's drinks, and we're just talking and then we might hear a beat and then we just all vibe. And so there's some songs there that I like that. And I think, yeah, summer's meant to be fun. And so this project is just fun. And then coming towards the end of the year, I want to release like my next like personal kind of projects where I kind of just talk about me and where I'm at and how I feel and just something a bit more like still fun but personal exactly a bit more personal introspective and that's the type of music I like to listen to anyway so Mm -hmm. that's the one that I've a couple songs I've I've made and I'm like hey that's going for later put that away for later so yeah that's that's that project so people, whenever the people are ready to go back into the house and not come out that much, you will release that one. Yeah, <laughs> so they yeah, have something to think about. Yeah, that's the winter. That's the winter tape. That's the winter project. So yeah, so look out for that. Look out for performances. Um, there's nothing I can speak about just yet, but there were things being worked on. And I have a mailing list, so make sure you drop into my mailing list where I update people following of all the things that I'm working on they get they're the first to know they might even hear snippets of songs that I'm working on and all of that stuff I'll make sure I'll share all the links possible so people can reach you <laughs> so who would you say if it is to have your dream collaboration in any shape type or form I want one artist in UK and one from USA I also have a dream collaboration. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just producing, even if you aren't just the producer, you yeah. know, just that. Um, so, I would love to just kind of, and this isn't even, they can be on my song great, but he's not a UK artist, Burner Boy. I would love to kind of just see the studio sessions and be in them and like, yeah, if you want to jump on the song, jump on the song, why not? But just kind of understand because I just feel like, especially with some of the songs he's made, he's made for me, they feel spiritual. They, mm-hmm. they, they, it feels like there's a spiritual component to it. And I want to have access to that. I want to understand it more and like, be um, be present for that so that I can reincorporate that into what I do and everything else and then if I was to say the USA hmm. oh okay in the UK sorry so I've done mm-hmm. I kind of went no, go on, in the UK go I'd love to work with the composers the composers are a band um, they like they make yeah they're a band they've also produced some stuff and I feel like being able to work with them, one, I could make an amazing album, and then two, I could go on tour with them. <laughs> and that would be the greatest tour of all time, do you know what I mean? And then um, in America, I think, oof, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Nice. Kendrick Lamar. Or Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Nobody else? There's loads. I could say I could I could run off a list. I could talk about Erica Badu, but I've also heard that any men that go near her get their life change and they never come back the same. So I'm scared. I'm scared. 
So what's now I'm, I'm asking because I obviously I don't know uh, what I'm asking yeah because you will see it after the question what's stopping you from from trying to to reach there what do you think it's stopping you reach where to reach out and and try to make it happen I'm not talking let's say I'm not talking about the USA because it feels still far isn't it like yeah. even the um... traffic is there too far but what what stops you Pride. Pride. Pride, because I never want to come across like I'm looking for a handout. I want people to be as much of a fan of me as I am of them. And so yeah. I would never want to be in a position where I felt like I was begging someone to do something for me or help me. I want so a, a large I actually struggle with that. That's a big thing, a big thing I've been working on within myself, which is pride and just I want to kind of do everything and get somewhere on my own two feet and then have people acknowledge me. And But I would never want to kind of almost reach and use people to pull me up. And I would never want it to feel like that. So pride, a lot of the time, stops me. And this goes into my, my spiritual sense. I've struggled with my religion and Christianity for a long time because submission to God was difficult for me like and then being able to kind of say it's god's will and like whatever he wants is how it's going to happen my pride says no i'm going to make it happen by any means i don't god's will or not like like my friends always say don't say stuff like that but that 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 is how i feel and so yeah pride that is probably like one of the biggest things that stops me from reaching out well i think it's um i i appreciate your answer because i'm the same and uh, I'm even proud to admit it that I'm the same. <laughs> Can you imagine? But I think it's um, it's not you trying to to get somewhere up on their name or anything like that. I think it's what you can bring to them. Because you yourself, you are great as a musician. So it's not like you need them. You actually need each other. Maybe for an idea that you would have or... I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying. No, but it's a, it's a good idea. Like, it, it's not that I need. It's we need each other. I think that that's that's a good way to put it. Maybe they they don't even know what you can do, and you bringing something new would actually spark their interest. So, mm. someone kept on reminding me this week because, like you, I'm afraid because of pride and because I would be told no. I'm afraid to ask for what I want, and she was like, "No, you just have to go and say, can this happen?" Because I think would be a good idea. If you don't ask, you will never get it. So yeah, yeah. I say, right. uh, with your pride, 
<laughs> just try <laughs> make pride your friend <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i think yeah. It's, it's a difficult journey but we can do it so any other you said you don't have any upcoming uh, projects happening no, other than so other than my the two projects i'm working on and obviously there'll be singles that surround that and i'm going to work on the whole campaign but there's nothing that i can talk about yet right now music wise what uh, do you have any open mics you would think to to go or anything like that i am looking at i love live but it's not confirmed but in fact like you said i'm going to apply and i'm going to get it. i love live um i done it years ago when i was at uni years ago i was um, a headliner i love live for Leicester and the U and London but since then I've never been back so it'll be something that's great because it was a great experience then and it'll be a great experience now I love performing so definitely I'm aiming to try to get onto Isle of Live I'd recommend any artist you know that wants to like hone their live skills to aim to kind of get onto that platform a lot of artists that have made it have started around that area 100% that's nice well I'll still go on 3rd of May at this soul. So if you if you have time, I say come I'm by. So, I'll try another Oh, and also the Kappa. The Kappa do events as well. They're all sometimes in partnership with the soul. You should check them out. Okay. And uh, those are the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. And Levels. I did the Levels show. They're called Levels with an E. L-E-V-3. Levels of a free L E V three L S. They do shows as well, but it's not really an open mic. It's more like, like they have a set acts that they're mm-hmm. trying to put on. I did that last week. That was really good. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I'll have to come at one of your events soon. Hundred percent. You get. I'll. I'll personally invite you. Thank you. Thank you. Highly appreciated. <laughs> Should yeah. we introduce your last song now? The last song has been a minute. Um, this song is just fun. Um, even the way it was made was unorthodox for me. Um, it was never, this song was never meant to be. It was a song that was never meant to be. It was one of those times, like I told you, I was just writing to write. I wasn't inspired. I just wanted to keep practicing to write. So I put on a random beat. I wrote the bars. I only had like eight bars. The verse, the only part I had was been away for a minute. Feeling kind of rusty, dust me with a plush tea while I wake up and kill it. Feeling like I'm raising the ceiling. And that was it. That's all I had. And then I went to a studio because it was last year. And I said, oh, this year is the year of me saying yes to things and going towards things. So I went to a producer I'd never been to before. Said to him, look, I'm trying to, I like some of the stuff you've done. I'm kind of learn from you. So he was like, okay, well, what are you working on? And I was like, I mean, I started this thing. So me and him kind of, he was like, yo, this is... And I didn't like it at the time. When I first made it, I didn't really like it. I was like, it's just, it, this song was never meant to be. And we ended up making the beat. And then I had a sh- performance in February. So that was in January. And then in February, I had a performance. I tried to perform the song, even though it wasn't really finished. And that's where I kind of settled on the chorus, which was, then it is a but it ain't going to lose my... But that was because, as I was saying it, the audience were kind of like, the energy from the audience with it was like, yeah. And then... At the time, I didn't really have the words. And I was just kind of saying it. And it was just like, ooh. And I was like, this is a song. So the song was made through a performance and in the studio that kind of finally made me go back to the studio and record it all in. 
So yeah, that this is a song that was never meant to be. And that's what I mean. Inspiration rewards those who work hard. Work, even when you don't feel inspired, do it. Because magic happens. Exactly. And you see, you network and you meet people like like we met at events. And you never exactly. know. Exactly. You never exactly. know. Next time I'm calling you, will be like, Anka, please. <laughs> Wait on me because I'm on a tour right now. I Listen. can't talk. <laughs> Listen, you might be on tour. You could be the, you could open up for me with some poetry. You never know. I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll bring it on. Why not? Why not? So this has been a minute. Um, check me out. Thank you so much for coming over on the podcast. No, and uh, I have a policy of an open door. So whenever you feel like, let me know and we can always do it again. Why not? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for even having me and inviting me like, I wasn't expecting it. And I was I was a bit nervous initially, like, ooh. But <laughs> no, it's been great. It's been great. Uh, it's just chilled conversations. That's what we're aiming for. Yeah. Now you've got that down pat. But I ain't gonna lose my stick to my P's and my Q's at. Cause a couple F boys won. Yeah, let them losers. But I ain't gonna lose my stick to my P's and my Q's at. Cause a couple F boys won. F boys won. Yeah, been away for a minute. Feeling kind of rusty, dust me with a plush tea while I wake up and kill it. Mm. Feeling like I'm raising a ceiling. Six foot giant, I ain't trying to just stretch and I take off the ceiling. Them man hate when their faces are riddled. Them man fake when I make up a villain, they be smiling. Them man move like a virus, I'm immune to the jabs, they can never choose to be firing. Man, I boo like a pool, cause in an open brawl, I can never lose to a side man. If it's a race, I'ma win it. In a portion, I'm patiently in it. I won't force it, he ain't really with it. Them man talk, but they ain't really with it, just like it. Mm. And I'm done with the soul dreams. Pay me my invest with interest of 4Gs. And I make even more peas. If you're taking the piss, then I'm basically browser. I'm taking the princess of your dreams. I thought she was a Mario, bro. How she play with a pipe? I'm so weak. Like, yeah, yeah. Let them losers talk. But I ain't gonna lose my car. Stick to my peas and my cues. I can't. Cause a couple F boys want talk. One talk. Let them losers talk. But I ain't gonna lose my car. Stick to my peas and my cues. I can't. Cause a couple F boys want. F boys want. Let's get back to the topic. Who's the best man? Stop it. They could fire in the booth, but I ain't really matching the subject. Call me Big Shack, man's not hot in a jacket. The buzz ain't sparking interest, so it ain't sparking a fuse. You ain't about to blow a doggy. False alarm, please calmly stop with a racket. This ain't tennis, you ain't never gonna get no love. 50 gap, I'm above, and I got this. Send me the boy, I won't pass it back. It will never drop, like your hardest track. Kill them all, but I can't sit back. They're praying on my fool, like it's autumn. Digging my grave, but it's for them. Digging it safe, kill the beat, then I tell them where the casket's at. Cause I'm done with the soul dreams. Pain me my invest with interest of 4Gs. And I make even more peas. See, they made like the Grinch, and they're taking my gifts. Trying to take a couple sips out of my streams. I thought we were the Mario Bros. You ain't making me rich with the pipe dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them losers talk, but I ain't gonna lose my cards. Stick to my peas and my cues, I can't. Cause a couple F boys want talk, want talk. Let them losers talk, but I ain't gonna lose my cards. Stick to my peas and my cues, I can't. Cause a couple F boys want, F boys want.